This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big 8 tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. That it is. Welcome to it on a beautiful Thursday. Glad you're along with us. Glad to be back in studio. I know we enjoyed our time at Cedars yesterday. Great day for it, Strick. Could yeah. you not have asked for better? Couldn't ask for a better day. I mean, it was it, it was warm with a slight breeze. It wasn't crazy hot um, sitting out there, but... Getting an opportunity just to get some fresh air and be out with the people. All of the honks that people, you know, drove by and, and just shouted out the text the text line, you know, let us know uh, that they were coming by. And they did. Those that drove up shook hands and got involved. And, and hopefully the one that won the uh, Will Shills uh, shirt. Uh, those that came in and put their bid in for that, as well as the uh, the football. So those it was just it was just wonderful. It was it was just it was just um, it was great to just see what Lincoln did. That's the thing. Yeah. I want to start the show, Strike, by saying thank you to the ticket community, to our listeners, but also just to, to Lincoln for everything uh, that Lincoln did. Um, Jake sent out some stats, and I'll get to the, the Cedars ones in a sec, but overall, as a city, $7.4 million raised for nonprofits in Lincoln. Again, yeah. this money isn't getting sent somewhere else. That's $7.4 million of investment in this Lincoln community. That's fantastic. Lincoln, pat yourself on the back. Well done. So Cedars, their goal going into Give to Lincoln Day was to raise $300,000. The bulk of that, if not all of it, going toward their carriage house project for the you know, the pregnant uh, ladies. The, the, and the young mothers. And, yeah, young mothers. mothers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was their goal. $300,000 for their carriage house for young mothers. That's the goal. Blew it out of the water. $424,000 to Cedars forgive to Lincoln Day. Yeah. Well done, Lincoln. Well done. And and you know, <laughs> I think they hit that mark at like 12:30. So, you know, with with the crew, all of you guys that drive and and uh, the early morning break and and just uh, Vershawn and the crew and the captains and the water cooler, just everybody that got it started, you know, mm-hmm. um just helped out in that process as well as just those that had had put in their bids and it was fun to also just be able to give a little bit my, myself to the to to be a part of what you guys have uh, have done, man. I'm just excited to see uh, what's next for them and, and what they're doing, and, and we're extremely honored to be partnered with them. And guess what? <laughs> Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul, yes, 27th at Pine Lake. They showed up, donated some food. Uh, I was on. I was actually. We finished the show. Just kind of milling around, talking to the crew and and everybody from Cedars and. I was about to walk out the door with my bag. I was on my way back to Omaha, and next thing you know, here comes pow, Charles. Charles pulls up in the van, drops some wonderful brisket and mm-hmm. uh, some pulled pork. I think no, yeah, she was some pulled pork and some uh, uh, some potato salad that was absolutely phenomenal. Uh, took that back home and went in. So that was good. Shout out to Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. That is the sponsor of this show. We're always grateful for them. You can always go out and see them out there at 27th and Pine Lake. Again, the weather's great. They've got an outside patio. They've got a, a little 
little bar, a little grill over there if you want to go and kind of put something together with a crew to watch any of the hockey championships or games, and uh, they've got it. You can go out there and do that. Absolutely. So a big thanks to Charles for swinging by Cedars yesterday. And again, they're open through the weekend, so stop by at some point this weekend. Uh, let Charles and his crew fix you a plate down there at 27th and Pine Lake. All right, Strick, we didn't talk a lot of sports yesterday. Yeah. That's okay. We had a lot of great guests on. Uh, good to catch up with our guests yesterday as well. Uh, some people from Cedars. We had uh, Rock and Ramel on, and then B-Day stopped by as well. So big thanks to them. Let's get into some NFL headlines. And something that we didn't get a chance to talk about yesterday, but that might be going on for a while that I think it's good to touch base on. The sale of the Washington Commanders. Mm-hmm. Supposedly being sold to, to Josh Harris for $6 billion. But there are some hang-ups. What are you seeing in that situation? Well, one of the things is 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 Jim Irsay is 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 a tremendous um, owner. Obviously, one of the well, franchises. I would have thought so, but <laughs> I'm I'm on the fence on that one. Uh, so you know, he he expresses he expresses. Uh, so there's a little conflict of of uh, thought. J- Irsay thinks that there's some complications that are surrounding uh, the debt acquisition. Uh, total, meaning that uh, the limited partner count is not seeming to be in question. Right now, it looks like there's about 12 of them. Uh, the Harris Group, it, it consists of like Mitch Rails, David Blitzer, uh, who is the co-owner of the 76ers, as well as the New Jersey Devils, uh, as well as Magic Johnson, uh, who is in this group. So <clears throat> some of the local business leaders, they have great contacts into the political realms. So part of that debt ends up dealing with trying to acquire a new stadium and you know any renovations and the franchise at this point looks to be in the range the sale actually was scheduled to be at about 6.05 billion dollars and so the expectation is you probably have to own you probably have to have and you now we're talking billions so you're talking about liquidity too now you're not just talking about this is where there's some concerns about the 76ers and the devils because is his money, you know, can he, can he get it liquid? Mm-hmm. Uh, how many guys can be involved? Is there more than 24? What is their situations? It has to be a, the head guy has to be about 30% in order to have uh, the full voting rights mm-hmm. as far as the lead voting rights. So there's a lot of things that are, that, that Ursa believes that there's some complications, but in some complexities, but he does believe that it can get done. Now, on the other hand, Jerry Jones is like, he loves the group. And he thinks that the this will this will be handled. It will be done. He likes the Harris group. He thinks very highly of them. But then some of the bylaws are still there uh, to be 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 considered and looked at. But at the end of the day, here's the question. The end question is this. Is is some of the rules being lessened or kind of pulled down a little bit of what their normal expectations are. Is this because of Daniel Snyder, his situation with financial improprieties and workplace mm-hmm. misconduct, as well as a sexual harassment investigation? Are those things the things that are leading them to move more quickly than they normally would in this process? Um, that's a quote in the, the article that you sent me. Um, from from Yahoo Sports, uh, a high-ranking team executive uh, given anonymity to to speak said, "If it wasn't Snyder, this deal doesn't happen. The league is bending mm. over backward because they want to get rid of this guy." Number one, 
it's it's hard to want to make exceptions because of how massive the NFL is, mm-hmm. because of everything that goes into it, and you have to have these these rules in place. So teams just aren't changing hands willy nilly, and because that's a lot of money at stake. These owners right. want to know that their investment right. is protected, right? Because they have to they have to kind of take. If something mm-hmm. happens and it falters and fails, a lot of them have to kind of jump in and and put their bids in to help. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or so. either they have to, you know, put money in to help or they get money taken away from them right. because the, the valuation right. goes down. Right. That's one side of the coin. The flip side of the coin is there are two reasons that Dan Snyder is, you know, being forced essentially to sell the team. Number one, the terrible workplace culture, all the, the allegations of harassment, uh, sexual and otherwise in the workplace, bad stuff, not a good culture. Get him out of there. Number two, he kept a second set of books. Yeah. He was cheating the owners out of their money uh-huh. by keeping a second set of books. Yeah. So on the one hand, you don't want him in there because he's costing you money. So you want to get rid of him. But on the other hand, can you move too quickly and not vet a group just because someone's losing you money? That's where I think Ursa has a point of, okay, it's probably going to happen, but let's make sure that they actually have the cash to put up for this because we don't want to lose money twice. Yeah. And, and, and look, billions of dollars is just not sitting around. It's not. It's it's put into places. So then you've got decisions that you need to make. Do you want to sell? How are you going to liquefy? Are these guys soluble? You know, there's mm-hmm. all types of things that are still left in question, and it seems to be moving pretty fairly quick. In 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 this, I mean, they ruled very quickly. Very. I mean, it was it was it was it was unusual that 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 happened that way. And on the other side, then you have Brady that has kind of been milling around a little bit. Uh, he got approved for a minority stake ownership in, into an organization as well. And we'll, we'll get, get to that, that next we'll segment. Get into that. Mm-hmm. But but it's not easy. It's not easy to put this together. And and you know the crazy part is when you look at Jerry Jones, his valuation is uh, upwards of eight billion dollars. So they. They've got to consider, they've got a lot to think about. The sales are continuously going up like crazy. So we'll, we'll see. I mean, we'll see if they can get it done. But some believe that they're, they're close. But mm-hmm. there's some of the debt, you know, stuff that they have to iron out. This is something that I'm a little confused about. Maybe you have an answer, if not, my bad. But the sale is for $6.05 billion, like you said. If... The investment group has trouble getting to that number. If the NFL wants this done, couldn't it say, hey, we'll let you buy it at a previous valuation? Um, because according to an athletic article, um, they were worth $5.5 billion a couple of years ago. And then uh, according to Sportico, it was about $4.78 billion a couple of years ago. Why can't the NFL just say, hey, this was the initial bid, doesn't look like you have funding, but we really want this guy out of here, so we'll allow you to sell it for you know the five and a half billion or the four point eight billion. Is that something they can do? Is that illegal? I don't know what goes into that. I would have to I would have to check into that. Um, the The problem I think that would would exist in that situation is that you actually have a contractual agreement that has already been completed at that number. So the the only default of that would be you not being able to acquire or get up to that number. Gotcha. So I, I I could be wrong. You know, I'm not a financial guru. I'm not in on Wall Street or nothing like that. <laughs> I just, you know, know a little bit about uh, some things, but that's that's the thing that seems to be the hiccup 
for me is that you have a contractual agreement. If you don't get up to that number or you don't meet the agreement or the agreed number, then you end up coming up short of your deal and therefore it defaults. And huh, the, the, I would say the owners don't want that. <laughs> so uh, there could be some something they can work behind that, maybe on a loan basis. I mean, now, now, now you're getting into something. I don't know if that can happen either. If, if others can pony up, get you there, it's a loan. There's a stake. As long as you haven't got to that 25 um, minority stake, uh, there could be a collective maybe. This, I'm just I'm go. just spitballing. There could be a collective maybe between the owners. They put a certain amount in. It gets them up to that valuation. There's a loan amount that's taken out first and foremost, given back to the teams. And then at that point, you decide on uh, you know where you go from there once that amount's paid back out. That's that's just a strategic thing as I would be thinking about doing. What you're saying is there are paths for this to get done. I think so. It's not dead in the water. Yeah. Good stuff there. You alluded to Tom Brady in Vegas. He's a minority owner right now. What does that mean for the, the Raiders' future? And Jimmy G had a foot surgery. Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo, of course, the new Las Vegas Raiders starting quarterback. Or is he? Since Tom Brady is in town now. We'll talk about that. All sorts of other things, uh, NFL headlines, before we play the shootout with Strick next.